Public Pulse, weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk 930 and 103.9 FM. Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Mandy Coltisco from Century 21 BHJ brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Miss Martha May is definitely ready for the Wyoming weather with her big puffy coat. If you're looking for a guardian angel dog to watch your yard for you, come and meet Miss Martha May today. Caviar is a little bundle of joy and born right at the shelter, now ready for her forever home. She's extremely loving, and although small, she's found her big kitty voice and ready to have a conversation with you. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Hi, this is Ada Kirvin with Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation. I want to remind everyone about the importance of cancer screening and early detection in the fight against this disease. We hope you will come out with your family and friends and join us at beautiful Whitney Park on Saturday, October 21st. The link, Partners in Pink. All proceeds this year support patients at the Welch Cancer Center through the Foundation's Comfort Care Program. See you on the 21st. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. And now your hosts for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer. Good morning on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and interesting, interesting week. We had a very good poll question, I thought, especially because it's kind of timely. They had a meeting this week yeah, about a, uh, concerning this, and the meet. Yeah, the meeting was. Uh, there yeah, you go. Wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> Color now coding. we can hear you. I think we're colorblind. I think so. I just keep forgetting. It was a meeting about. Wednesday, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And they were talking about what were the poll question for this week was basically covering this land swap that's going on with the two properties. There's a state-owned piece of land and also a private land piece of land up, up near Dayton, and it's the Columbus Peak Ranch property. And they're talking about swapping these. And there are there's a lot of opposition to this, and have been for there has been two for a years. long time. Yeah, this started way back before COVID. Yeah. And I don't know exactly how it got started, but regardless of that, it's been going on. It, it kind of got shuffled around and put on a shelf during COVID, and then it came back up. And then so there's there's been all of this controversy because there the people in uh, seem to be the majority of them are against this land swap. So that's what the question was. And go ahead, Ron. What was the poll question? Uh, first Northern Mega Wyoming poll question. There is a proposed land swap on the Columbus Peak Ranch area near Dayton. Do you feel it should be approved? Eighty-two percent said no. 
and uh, 10% were undecided, and only 8% said yes. So there were more undecided votes than, than people that were for, for it. it. Yeah, 82%, 251 votes, 82% of the votes uh, were against this land swap. And that kind of goes right along with what we saw with you know, people that in these stories that have come out, people are against this yeah. overwhelmingly. And at the meeting this week, it was the same thing. Most of the people that got up there um, spoke out, spoke against, out it. against it, a couple for it. But um, it, this is an interesting thing. And I and I, if there's anybody out there that knows how this came about, um, as far as why this land swap was even proposed in the first place, um, I did do some looking. I couldn't find anything on it. So if somebody is aware of that, please call in and let us know. And this is what we're going to talk about today. That's that's the main topic. If there are other things that you want to talk about, feel free. We can talk about those as well. Numbers to call if you have something that you want to talk about are 674-4443 or 672-5763. We're going to take a break. That's what we're talking about today. We're going to come back and get after it right after this. Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Hi, this is Ada Kirvin with Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation. I want to remind everyone about the importance of cancer screening and early detection in the fight against this disease. We hope you will come out with your family and friends and join us at beautiful Whitney Park on Saturday, October 21st. The link partners in pink. All proceeds this year support patients at the Welch Cancer Center through the Foundation's Comfort Care Program. See you on the 21st. Seasonal pre-soak, triple foam conditioner, hot car knob wax, and the latest technology in car care. What does this mean? This means very good care for your car and none of the work for you. Buggy Bath Car Wash's Touchless Automatic Bay uses all of these products to clean and protect your car from the changing elements. Check it out for yourself. You'll never want to hand wash again. Buggy Bath Car Wash, North Main and Downtown Sheridan. A lot goes into powering this community. That's why your Touchstone Energy Cooperative wants you to know we've got you. It's a pledge to make sure you're always taken care of. A pledge we honor every day. From our member service representatives to our linemen and those making sure the power you use is there when you need it. We've got you. Always. Powder River Energy, serving cooperative power to rural northeast Wyoming since 1945. Let's talk about tires. Think about snowy, icy roads ahead. Now, think about your current warm tires. How safe does that make you feel? 
Luckily, Midas Tire and Auto has their best tire sale on brands like Cooper, Hankook, and Toyo going on this month. Buy three tires, get one free, and up to a $100 rebate on select tires. Midas also has big savings on shocks and struts. Preparing for winter is critical. Saving money is optional, but Midas makes it easy to do both. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto and Sherry. Hi, I'm Nan with Security State Bank. You can get cash out of the value of your home with a home equity line of credit at Security State Bank. Now through the end of October, qualified applicants receive a fixed low introductory annual percentage rate of 4.99% for the first six months and a fixed APR between 7.18% and 9.69% for 54 months. Security State Bank, your financial partner, offering solutions to meet your financial goals. NMLS 401472, Equal Housing Lender. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, uh, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and we are talking about the Columbus Peak Ranch land swap. That's kind of what we decided we wanted to touch on. It's an interesting thing. I'm not sure how this all got started. I don't know why this was originally proposed, but it there seems to be an overwhelming um, gr- group of people that are against this. Just, just against it. And so the poll question showed that, the results. 80-some-odd percent, you said, were yeah, against eight, this. Yeah, 83%. It's probably even gone up since the last time we were on the air. Right? <laughs> so 80, 82%. 82%. Sorry. Okay. Compared so, to 8% that said that uh, the land exchange is a good idea. I mean, what it is it 560 acres for 628 acres? Right. So the, the state would be gaining... A little bit of land, but yeah, um, it's not. I mean, that's you know. yeah, it's 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 a push. It's, it's a, a horse. Yeah. It's a horse apiece, right? So, but the thing is, if you've seen the stories that are online with this, um, there are pictures that show the difference in the in the properties there, and even looking at those, I'm I'm looking at this going, okay, well, the state land looks to be just from the picture looks to be. More pristine, in better shape. I mean, it, it it looks it just it looks better than the private land that they're talking about swapping the state land for. So that raises the question, just from looking at it, why why is this being considered? Yeah, what is what is the state's motive? Right, and there and I think correct me if I'm wrong if you, if you're listening and this is wrong, but I, my understanding was through reading a lot of this information that there was speculation. That the state, um, there could possibly be development on this uh, Columbus Peak Ranch property in the future. So I don't know if the state's looking to curb that or maybe have that piece of land in case it needs to be developed. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Well, in in, in trying to get a lot of answers out of the state is not very... Like pulling teeth. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's... Bureaucracy. It's the government. I mean, it's... <laughs> well, originally, the, the, the county commission, Sheridan County Commission, had sent a letter to the state to ask them to have another public meeting, which happened this hearing, week. Yeah, it's a... And so it happened. The state 
originally they were supposed to look at this, the state was supposed to look at this and make a decision as to whether or not they were going to do this land swap in August, I believe. And they pulled it from the agenda. Pulled it from the agenda, and they decided to have a meeting, which was scheduled for this week. Um, So at the meeting, like we said, most people overwhelmingly were against this land swap. And so now the idea is that it's going to go back on the agenda at the... Is it the State Lands and Investments Board? Is that what's who's yeah, going to do this? Yeah, it's it's, um, it's going to be the governor and a bunch of it's government. It's, I don't think ones. it's technically the uh, slip board. It's a little bit different board. It's like the State Lands and Commission. It's I, it, it's made up of some of the same people, but I know the slip board is is not the same. I don't think as this. It's a some kind of commission. Board of Land Commissioners. Yes, there we go. And that's made up, like we said, the governor, yes. the treasurer, there's a bunch of people that's made up. So this this commission is who's going to make this decision as to whether or not this land swap is going to happen. And that next meeting of theirs is in December? Yeah, I think it's December 8th. And be, don't, don't quote me on that exact date, but it's early December. And But the state hasn't come out and said for sure that it's going to be on the agenda. They no. said it may. Right. That's the plan is that they're going to schedule it for that. So that's what this meeting was kind of about, was to take public comment, and then those comments could be passed on to the state to for them to consider when they're making this decision or to not even bring it up in their meeting. Um, so there, there is a bunch of information. They're, they're asking for people to, if they're against it, to speak out, whatever, or even if you're for it, you know, get a hold of the state and let these people know what you're thinking and why, so that when they make this decision, they'll have the public's uh, opinion on this. Two cents worth. Exactly. So there's, let me see if I've got this here. The State Lands Action Team is uh, against this yeah this whole thing and that's who asked for this meeting originally um and it was i'm trying to figure this out here don't have his name rick clark i guess is who it was had a bunch of information that he presented to the county commission and had said here's why this should not happen and i don't have all the details but there was a a a slew of reasons why this land swap he didn't want this to go through and he's got you know a bunch of backing for this as well so after this meeting he he and this uh land action team state lands action team had asked for people to get a hold of um state government and let them know so you can't they have a a facebook page and it is the uh state lands action team is it? yes yes and um actually it's called the I'll have to find that here. I've got I've got pages of information. But anyway, there's a Facebook page. I'll get that. And they're asking. There's a bunch of information on there. And then they've got a bunch of information as well of who you can contact in the state government to put that forward. So we'll get to that in a minute. Apparently, we do have a caller. And you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Yes, and thank you for allowing me to comment. I remember very early when Mr. Clark, I believe, came and spoke to the county commissioners about asking them to write a letter and intervene on this and and bring more 
a public awareness as to what was maybe going to occur. At that time, it was reflected that the state was looking at the trade where this pristine two reservoirs elk herd land would be traded for basically dry land pasture. There's no irrigation on this swap land. But at any rate, at that time, they were talking very briefly. There was a brief time in which they said maybe the state would be interested in having that become trust land so that they could have attainable housing built on it. Now, this That's, is in the Ranchester-Dayton okay. area, and that was brought in. Now, it hasn't been much of a focus of this conversation now, but as a reason, um, it hasn't been finely tuned. But in talking with the Department of Revenue here recently, Ad Valorem, this is cropping up all over the state. There isn't the, the, Casper, uh, uh, Laramie County, um, everywhere, they're talking about attainable housing, affordable housing, land trusts. It's a kind of subtextual conversation. But I would like to add something else, just a little jump to the side, and I'll get off the phone. Uh, the Sheridan Press, their publisher, had an opinion piece in yesterday's paper entitled, Do Better, Please, and Everything Else We Learned in Kindergarten. And he is chiding Harriet Hageman for uh, not voting to extend uh, out uh, the um, time limit on the supposed government shutdown. That's another topic altogether. But he takes her on, and what he uses as a criticism is he quotes a Unitarian minister who wrote a book 35 years ago called All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. And the I've author is Robert Fulgham. And basically all this is, you, you could either learn it in kindergarten or you could follow the Ten Commandments. You're going to get the same thing, okay? But Mr. Fulgham is now 85 years old. He was a product of Texas, and then his career as a Unitarian Universalist minister was in Washington State. The gentleman has been married three times. Now, that's not a specific criticism of him as a human being, but it's worth noting that his philosophy apparently didn't stand out for the times he was married because he's been divorced and married three times. In other words, Vicki, you're saying he's a hypocrite. Well, I'm not saying that full uh, No, but you're not saying no, it. No, no, I'll no, say no, it. No, 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 wait, yeah, wait, Because that, wait. that's hypocrisy. Well, I just simply want to remark that as far as the publisher of the paper is concerned, he took a direct shot and he hid behind. Now, let's all play nice in the playground and, <laughs> and let's remember, right, right. you know, and I can think back to a time, and, and I'm about 10 years younger than the author of the book, but I can think back to a time when it was like this. I want to be on the teeter-totter, and they won't let me on the teeter-totter, and I want to be on the teeter-totter. And what would happen? Your playground teacher would say, now let's all play nice together, and you've had your time on it, now you be nice. And so it, it was a way of uh, basically keeping rule <laughs> on the playground. Right. And I don't want to go too far down that field, but let us understand the publisher's article is directly a criticism of Hageman and said, well, Barrasso and Loomis didn't vote as she, as, as she, you know, and 
I want people to read this because it's gaslighting is what it is. And pretty soon people won't bother to have or express an opinion if they keep swallowing this tea. I mean, you, you can read your Ten Commandments and you're going to get the same thing. And you can read, go back to Judaism, the Koran. You're going to get the same thing, love thy neighbor as one loves them, themselves. So I don't want to wax too long on this, but I did want to say there seems to be a real effort uh, hitting the ground here to create land, trust, land. Yeah, we're I, a nonprofit. Yeah, and why we're doing this? Well, follow the money. And I would like to end by saying this uh, reference to um, everything I learned in kindergarten. I wonder how that plays out in the um, asset-backed uh, subprime mortgage markets or <laughs> the Wall Street. Or I, I wonder how they how that plays out. Or even msnbc or even cnn anyway goodbye gentlemen thank you <laughs> thank you thanks for the call that's you know that's what i was trying to figure out and i knew from reading information and i should have taken better notes but i knew that there was something in there that was at least looked at and as the caller said that there was a possibility that there could be development on that that private land once the state owned it possibly in the future and that's one of the things that a lot of the people that are anti let's not do this you know or, or the, that are saying let's right. not do the swap that was one of the things that they were saying is that they should be protecting that land and that the land that is owned by the state right now is pristine there there are elk herds deer herds there's you know and like i said looking at the pictures Anyone that has any kind of, you know, that can look at pictures can tell the difference in the land, that the land owned by the state appears to be in better shape than whatever this private land is. Which I can understand the red flags. Yeah. I, I mean, I can understand why a lot of residents are like, what is exactly going on here? Right. Now, according to the information that I have here... Um, the proposed swap, and this land is outside Dayton for those that may be listening and are not aware, um, would involve... <clears throat> it's east of me. Dayton, correct? <clears throat> it's east of Dayton, and then I think it's northwest, the other piece right. that they're talking. Not for sure on that, but anyway, they're outside of Dayton. Right. And the trade would involve 628 and change acres of privately owned land and an additional 400 and roughly eleven thousand dollars for 560 acres of state trust land um owned by the state so the in the swap the state would gain some property but as we said earlier it's kind of a push um but looking at those pictures like i said i it, it the the land that's owned by the state already seems to be in much better shape we do have a caller. Caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Is it me? That's you. Go ahead. Okay. Voice from the past here. Hey, this is uh, Larry Durante, a former Sheridan County Commissioner. Yes, sir. And uh, I uh, was not unable to make the meeting uh, the other night. Uh, I thought I would, but I couldn't make it. And I just wanted to run through a, a few things. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. I don't know why somebody hasn't called in from that committee, but... Um, any, you know, I've always been a proponent for public access to our public lands and keep what we have. I mean, you use it for hunting, fishing, for rock hunting, or for bird watching, just getting out. You know, we need that. Any rancher can nominate any piece of uh, 
state land, I think it's had to be contiguous to his property, and then, and that's what's happened here. This person's nominated the land; he wants to wants to buy it. There, there, there's some issue with the appraisals. Uh, you know, I don't know all the details. I'm sure someone does, but there's some. There, there's been a real controversy about are the appraisals really equal? Uh, the the one piece of property that the the person currently owns is sagebrush land. Uh, I've seen pictures of it from the aerial. Uh, full of prairie dogs. The other, uh, there's nothing there. There's no, the, the other piece of property is near the Bighorn Mountains, the foothills. Mm-hmm. It's prime wildlife habitat. Mm-hmm. It's uh, It's got a fishing pond on it that people can walk into and, and fish if they want. You know, there's access to it, and that would all be lost. Uh, so that's one of the, the, the deal is, you know, the state... One proponent I heard, it was a lady here in town who, uh, I don't remember her name now. Anyway, she said, well, the state, uh, the state schools get this money, this $400,000. Well, hold on. My understanding, this money is going to go to the Capital Construction Fund down in Cheyenne. It's not going to the schools anyway. So that argument's off the, off the board. And it's not that much money. Once the land's gone, it's gone. And, and there's plenty of wealthy people around the state of Wyoming. If Wyoming wants to have a wholesale sale on their state lands, they could sell it off probably in a year. And, and then the public would lose. It would lose big time. It's just, it's not a good deal. I, I'm all for consolidating state and BLM lands where people can, can have better access and get to it and not have the conflicts between the, the, the landowner and, and the public. But let's just let's don't do something silly. I mean, this this is just not a good idea for the people of uh, Sheridan County, the recreation people. Uh, people like to get out. It's not a good idea for the state schools because they're not going to get the money. Who's it a good idea for? Well, it's a good idea for the proponent who wants the the property. Uh, I'm not sure why he wants the property. Maybe to to, to build or whatever, build a house on or, or whatever. Or, but it, it's just, this is not a good idea. There are some good land swaps, um, but this is not one of them. Well, so that's my... that Caller, I agree. It, 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 at least looking at the photos, like you said, the, the pond that's there on the, the state-owned land that the state owns already it is pristine. I mean, it's the land itself, if you look at it, it's not an exchange that's, you know, a direct, you know, swap for swap. It's not. It seems to be that there are lands uh, which are part of the privately owned lands that are not as in good a shape as what the state already owns. I, my personal opinion, and I don't live in Sheridan County, but my personal opinion is it's it's a bad deal. I agree. I 100% agree with you. And when you're talking about access, all the other things that the caller brought up, it just, yeah, it just does not seem like a good, a good deal. No. All right. On that, we're going to take a break. We'll be back, discuss this a little bit more on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, right after this.
also. It was. But you didn't last. Stayed. I just didn't pull out in the end. <laughs> yeah, you did not turn the corner. No, yeah. no. I believe they call that bringing up the rear. <laughs> yeah. Caboose. I think a caboose, yeah, the caboose it was. Caboose. Yeah. It was. Dave the caboose cox. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, oh she. man. Oh, Memories. Right. We'll, we'll stay with Desperado, Dave. <laughs> hey, it's Magic Melanie with First Northern Bank. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastropub. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter. We're talking about the proposed land swap on the um, Columbus Peak Land Exchange, I guess is what it's called. And um, there was a meeting this week that garnered public input on this, which seems to be overwhelmingly against this land swap. And according to our poll question this week, which Ron will touch on again real quick. Yeah, it was, um, not, it was even not even close. People are adamantly against this. The first Northern Mango Wyoming poll question, there is a proposed land swap on the Columbus Peak Ranch area near Dayton. Do you feel it should be approved? 82% said no. Uh, 10% were undecided. And only 8%, 24 votes out of the, uh, the over 300 said Yes. So, and that well, seems to be what most it, people are thinking. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't. My question, you know, really, I mean, I think uh, our last caller, actually, both of our callers, kind of hit the nail on the head. Is what is the motive of the state? You know, I, I mean, yeah, it's out there, sure, but really, you know what I? I, I mean, there's, there's got to be. Just, and it's just, not that the state is pushing this through. That's not the case. No. Like they said, the, the the owner of the ranch land is the one that proposed the swap, and the state is just looking into this. So it's not like, you know, the governor and a bunch of people are sitting around going, hey, we really need to push this through. That's not the case. It's just they're looking at this, and they're asking for public input on this to see. But the state hasn't said no. No. You know, the state could have easily just came on and said, no, this is not something we want to sure. partake um, in. But government has a tendency to do those kind of things oh, anyway, and then we all sit back and go, right. what did they do that for? Why, Why? didn't they do a study? Yeah. Right. So, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. Anyway, so that's what this whole meeting was about this week, was giving the, the public a chance to express their opinions, and then all of this information is going to be sent down to Cheyenne, and the governor and all of the people that are on this committee down there are going to be looking at this to make a decision. And then the meeting's coming up in December. Yes, Trevor. Get a hold of your state representatives and state senators. Let them know because they they have a voice down there and they're going to listen to us. Oh, but exactly. I think the last caller made a good point. Once this is done, it's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's a little, you know, once you make the trade, it's it. It's yeah. over. Agreed. And so that's what this is about. They're trying to get this information down to this meeting in December so that they can make an informed decision and see what people that live here want to do with this land swap. So that was the whole point to this. Now, the state lands action team, which we said earlier, was kind of the ones that were asking for this meeting. And so they went 
obviously. They're a grassroots committee that are opposed to the Columbus Peak Ranch land exchange, and there are a slew of reasons, and we'll touch on these. Um, According to the information that they provided, since 1890, more state trust land in Sheridan County has been lost in sales and exchanges than in any other county in Wyoming. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't either. And it appears from the detailed analysis and other sources that the intention of the offices of state lands and investment in this exchange is to use the private land on Dayton East Road for real estate development. Again, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. If so, the public land would then lose recreational access to both the current 560 acres of state land and the proposed 628 acres to be acquired for a total potential loss of public access of approximately, well, we'll just round up, 1,200 acres. Yeah, so we'll lose public lands in the range of 1,200 acres. If both these go yeah. through, right, That's what, or if this goes through. Um, Sheridan County residents also have been impacted by the loss of two very popular walk-in recreational areas with this as well. Um, mule deer, white-tailed deer, antelope, elk are all over this state land. It's, it's butted right up against the Bighorn Mountains, so there is access for all of those. It's, it's uh, habitat for all of these different critters, and the the private land is out farther, as the one caller said, it's all sagebrush and, and prairie dogs, according to her, which I have no doubt. But, you know, it's farther away from the bighorn, so there's there's really nothing there besides sagebrush and snattle rakes. <laughs> <laughs> and the prairie dogs. And the prairie dogs. Lest, lest we not forget the prairie dogs. Right. Um, and then water. Despite claims to the contrary, according to the state lands action team, um, the state trust land being traded has far more water than the Dayton East property offered in exchange by Columbus Peak Ranch. The surface area of the state portion of the two reservoirs exceeds 12.3 acres as compared to 3.3 acres for the intermittent reservoirs on Dayton East because the Bear Claw Love Number 1 Reservoir is about 44 feet deep with a capacity of over 265 acre feet, over 86 million gallons. The half acre of on state trust land far exceeds the intermittent reservoir on Dayton East. Hmm. So they're going to lose water as well. Right. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-mm. No, does not. So that being said, let's take a look at our time here. Okay. We can go ahead and go this. If you are, well, regardless of your opinion, if you want your opinion, your voice to be heard, um, contact, you can either contact Mark Gordon, Governor, Secretary of State Chuck Gray, Auditor Christy Racines, Wyoming State Treasurer Kurt Meyer, Superintendent of Public Instruction Megan Diefenfelder. Dagenfelder. Dagenfelder? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You've you've covered her quite a bit, <laughs> more than I have. Jennifer Scroggin, director of whatever this is. I don't know. And then Jason Crowder, deputy director. I have no idea. Must be of the... Um, is this the... That's the land commission then? I believe you so. referred yeah. to earlier as... I would... Yep. And then also, 
And all of this information can be found on their Facebook page. The uh, state land, not the state lands action team. It's the Columbus Peak Ranch. Uh, they have a Facebook page. Columbus Peak Ranch Land Exchange. So there is a Facebook page with all of this information on there. It has information about the meeting that happened this week, who to contact, and on and on and so forth. And if if that doesn't, you know, you can also contact local county commissioners. Now, are they accepting written public comments? I believe so. I mean, they pretty much have to. I mean, it's right. it's if it's a, the state is involved, they everyone has an email where you can. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But interesting. So we'll see. I, I just happens. honestly don't see how it makes a whole lot of sense. It doesn't to me, anyway. I, I liked the exactly how the one caller put it. There are a lot of good land swaps. This is not one of them. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about lands that are you know equal or relatively equal, sure. I, I get that. But when you're talking pristine land up against the Bighorn Mountains and we're going to trade it for you know, a bunch of land that's out scrub brush and whatever else. It just, just on odd. the surface, it doesn't even it's, make yeah, sense. Yeah, it's just a little odd. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break right there. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about something else. If you have something that you want to talk about, 674-4443-672-5763. And we'll be back right after this. complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hi, I'm Nan with Security State Bank. You can get cash out of the value of your home with a home equity line of credit at Security State Bank. Now through the end of October, qualified applicants receive a fixed low introductory annual percentage rate of 4.99% for the first six months and a fixed APR between 7.18% and 9.69% for 54 months. Security State Bank, your financial partner, offering solutions to meet your financial goals. NMLS 401472, Equal Housing Lender. Cowboy football returns to War Memorial Stadium to host the Colorado State Rams in the Border War on Friday, November 3rd. Kickoff is set for 6 p.m. and it's military appreciation, so bring the family and enjoy an action-packed Friday in Laramie. Get your tickets at GoYO.com or call 307-766-7220. We'll see you at the war on November 3rd. Donna, I'm so happy to be here and to see you. Had I known that that was our last summer, I never would have left, but I have a feeling you didn't make this invitation, did you? I kept asking Sophie, does your mother know? Honey, honey, you're absolutely right. I mean, knowing me, knowing you, this meeting would never have happened. But I am excited for you to see Mama Mia at the Y.O. Theater. Oh, I know, me too. I totally remember you as the dancing queen singing night after night with Donna and the Dynamos. You three were more than hardcore. You were super troopers. No joke. Too bad we never made any money, money, money with that gig. Oh, well, I guess that's just the name of the game. Well, honestly, thank you for the music. 
We really had a great run, didn't we? We did. And now we get to see it in action with Mamma Mia at the Wyo Theater. October 14th is the premiere performance with encores October 15th, 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Can't wait. Seriously, I have a dream about this almost every night. At least one of us is going to get what we want. Oh, you mean tickets? I think a lot of us are going to get those. All you have to do is go to wyotheater.com. Ladies, you know that one thing you've been dying to try but don't know how to get started? Well, I'm here to help. This is Candace Crane, General Manager at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports, and I'd like to invite you to check out my podcast, I Want to Do That, Women Helping Women Explore the Outdoors. This episode, I chatted with motorcycle enthusiast Kate Marr about her transition from riding on-road to off-road and why the challenge of learning dirt bike riding was one of her proudest accomplishments. I Want to Do That is sponsored by Can-Am and will be available wherever you get your podcast. On Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and we have kind of talked this into the ground, but one of the things, one of the topics was we're the Columbus Peak Ranch Land Exchange, and if you've got something you want to talk about there, we'll, we'll continue that. We have some other things we're going to talk about as well, but right now we do have a caller, and you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday caller. Go ahead. Yeah, everybody, everybody's already mentioned all the good reasoning why it shouldn't be traded. Um, I did want to mention, I think you'd get a better response to your polls if it was farther up on your website. I check in there almost daily, and I listen to public polls most of the time. And when, when the polls come up on Friday, half the time I'm like, oh, that was the poll question. So it used to be up higher on your website uh, main page. And you have to scroll down quite a bit even to get to it. So I wasn't aware that this question was on. And just just a suggestion. And I did attend the meeting. And, yes, um, just like everybody else, I can't see any reason why anybody would or why the state would allow this. So, anyway, just just giving that recommendation. Thank you. Okay. Caller, you were at the meeting. Was it? Were we correct in assuming that it was overwhelmingly against that land swap? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, very good. Did did anybody happen to come out and mention why the state was pursuing this? Well, just because they don't live here and they don't know the... I doubt any, any of them have been over here to look at the difference between the two. They're relying on some formula for land value calculations that has nothing that has nothing to do with the difference in the quality of it mm-hmm. and an equation that's all, yeah they're relying on something. an equation yeah that so. basically comes down to the bottom line is dollars apparently yeah okay. a piddly amount of dollars yes that's not a way to to raise money for the state and yes like larry durani said it's not even going for education even it doesn't need i mean even if it was supposedly directed for education they they had at the meeting they had um statistics about how much is in the education uh reserves and all that uh all the different what the what the state has in different categories uh, on on reserve for everything and it's kind of crazy that they're claiming i i don't think that it's just a matter that the the landowner wants the land and they're 
they've actually kind of held it off. The state has kind of held it off, but at some point they're going to have to make a decision, I guess. Um, although there is one question about they're trying to find, the group is trying to find all the rules, what the the board has for limitations of putting this on hold and things, and they're not getting much of a response in that manner. But anyway. Hmm. Well, exactly. And I think that's what's going on with this meeting in December is that they're, they're, looking at having to make a decision, as you said, because there's a time constraint on how long they can, you know, kind of kick the can down the road. So hopefully they'll make a decision, and and, uh, according to what people want here in Sheridan County, hopefully it's a no and it's done. Yeah, we're hoping that there was, um, there was, the idea to put money into the pot to have it put out into hopefully whether whether it's both news uh local news um papers like the country bounty and sheridan press i hope we got enough people to throw in money to the pot to put it out to the public more than just whoever showed up at the meeting so hopefully there'll be something out in the paper i i just don't know um how much compared to what it's going to cost to put in the paper just a small summary to say what's going on and and then hopefully the addresses for more of the public than what showed up to the meeting sure so. exactly and as i said if, if people get on the facebook or just search for the uh columbus peak ranch land swap uh google it um it should come up and it should have the information there on their facebook page about who to contact how to contact them and and uh, make your voice heard. So good. So that is a Facebook page put out by the the group, not the landowner. I I believe so. Yes, because as I wish I could find it. I tried to find it this morning, and and I I can't. So it must be on my computer at home. But I looked at it, and there's information um, based on here. Here's Governor Gordon's address. Here's you know all of these. Oh, yeah, it's all there. And if not, then just get on the website, the the Wild Ledge website, and get the information there, and make your voice heard. Send the information down there. Email, um, call. I, I'm sure that there's, uh, you know, you can get on there and record a hey, don't do this or whatever the case may be. So, do some investigative work yeah. and, and make your voice heard. You called sure. it Ledge. You called it Ledge. Yeah, WildLedge.org, I believe. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, wild leg. It's because of the legislature, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you guys could just kind of, uh, I guess, spell that out for everybody. It's somebody will say it, and then it's like, okay, what was that? Right, so, I don't right, know. Right. It's wild. Okay. L e g leg dot org. Okay, and great. That's the legislature, and then it, I, I think there's a. Uh, you can find anybody's. Information yes. there. Wildleg.gov. Oh, .gov. Yes. Because okay. they remember that everything switched to the government. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was yeah. org, now it's yeah. gov. Yeah. Okay. Wyo.leg.gov. Okay. And let's hope it shows up in the newspaper for people that didn't get to go to the meeting to widen the exposure. There you go. Thank you, caller. Okay. We've got a few minutes left. There's a, we've kind of just kind of drilled this into the ground so there you go if, uh, if you before we move on your opinion aaron do you do you think the state makes a decision in december i think they do i think they have to 
Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I'm not saying legally I don't know about they have to, but I, I, I think th- there's been enough. Yeah, there's enough opposition to this that they should look at this and go, you know, we just need to quit kicking the can down there's the road. Let's two, make a decision and get on with this. Yeah, it. exactly. You know, now, granted, I mean, COVID was in the middle of this as well. Yeah. But it just needs to be but done. But the state, the state can't use that as a No, crutch. not anymore. I mean, no. we're two years out of that. I mean, get it. Just stop. Yeah, I agree. Apparently, we have a caller at the last minute here. So, sure. Caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes. Uh, one of the callers mentioned that it might be a good idea to call Governor Gordon. Uh, I would say it would be a bad idea, and I'll tell you why. Okay. About a year or so ago, when there was an opening on the state Supreme Court, I called Governor Gordon's office and asked them to remember one thing. Every time I pick up the Sheridan Press, I was reading a story where uh, Judge Fenn was handing out suspended sentences to convicted felons, not misdemeanors, to convicted felons like a homeowner hands out candy to (laughs) trick-or-treaters. Well, so what did Governor Gordon do? He appointed Judge Fenn to the uh, Wyoming Supreme Court, which I think is a huge mistake, because the whole purpose uh, for having a judge up there is to hand out equal justice to people who have committed felonies. I don't think people should be nickel and dimed on misdemeanors. But when they have been found guilty by a judge and jury of of committing a felony, they should receive jail time or prison time uh, for their actions and not just given a slap on the wrist because that was the politically correct thing to do. Okay, caller, let me interrupt you here. we got about 30 seconds. So the question is, who should they contact if not the governor? Nope. Okay. All right, that'll do it for this week. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll see you next week. See you, Ron. Arrivederci. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. At Sunlight Federal Credit Union, we know how important convenience, time, and flexibility are for you. That's why we've joined the Co-op Shared Branching Network, which gives you access to your account at over 5,600 branches across all 50 states. That's just one more way we make Sunlight Federal Credit Union your branch for your funds, no matter what you're doing or where you're at. Join Sunlight Federal Credit Union today and start experiencing the credit union difference. You know that old saying that people that live in stone houses shouldn't throw glasses? Well, the same goes for the guy who swears at his 4 before because it don't run right. Handos. You heard me. Handos Service Center will take the cussing out of you and your 4 before's relationship. Bring that bad boy in get it tuned up. Fixed up and accessorized so it gets you where you want to go and then back again. Don't bark up the wrong tree. 
Bark up the right tree. Hendo Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Let's talk about tires. Think about snowy, icy roads ahead. Now, think about your current warm tires. How safe does that make you feel? Luckily, Midas Tire and Auto has their best tire sale on brands like Cooper, Hankook, and Toyo going on this month. Buy three tires, get one free, and up to a $100 rebate on select tires. Midas also has big savings on shocks and struts. Preparing for winter is critical. Saving money is optional, but Midas makes it easy to do both. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Hey, it's the rookie, Andrew Boynt, with First Northern Bank, Sheridan Honda, and Power Sports Pro Football Pickup. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week. Your Vikings, James, yeah, are at home. Yeah, they actually won. Wow, that was, yeah. that was great. Against Kansas City. Wait, but can we talk about if we think Taylor Swift's going to be at the game? Oh, She's going to be at the game. Is yeah. the Swifties, they're yeah, they're going to come after you guys. They'll find your Twitter account. It, yep. is, this in, is this in Minnesota? Or yeah, it's it, in Minnesota. That's a great place to watch a game, so Taylor Swift's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Good rationale. No one is picking Minnesota. No. Absolutely no. not. No. Cousins in the afternoon? No. no. Oh, yeah, he's sleepy yeah. time in the afternoon. Sleepy time. It's afternoon nap time, yes. Yeah. Same. Let's turn on some Taylor Swift music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to be careful, Bob. <laughs> Can Dice Ice Baby here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastro Pub. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930. KROE. Sheridan. K-